Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friends, back to North County. If you heard last week, it was a Santa Inez update, a hot update from Santa Inez. Cool little spot. I have the Santa Inez wrap-up because we recorded mid-trip, so we did do a few more things up there that you got to know about. So we'll do that wrap-up. We got our real estate minutes. This is episode 219, which we just figured out. I think we say that every episode, but <laughs> always gets lost in the, in the in the weeds. It was way easier when it was like episode eight. Yeah. To remember what episode we were on. <laughs> Can't remember. Next week, we're episode nine. Yeah. Yeah. 219. That's, that's quite the accomplishment. So thank you guys all for tuning in every single week. But you can find us over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. And then you have Mr. Casty Lewis at Casty Lewis RE. What else do we have this week? Oh, we have a little sports update, a little SDSU update. We got some hot, hot breweries coming through. Some kind of like a new beer, I guess, from Stone. It's kind of kind of a tricky, it's kind of a trick, but just stay tuned for that. <laughs> and then uh, what's your thought on breakfast tacos? I've never had one. Um, I think we've talked about this, that we have, we have a, we have a friend, uh, that used to say that he invented them. (laughs) Is is he from Texas? (laughs) No, he's from, uh, like Northern California, uh, kind of by Davis, UC Davis. (laughs) I think it's, I think he's from Vacaville, I think is his original location. Yeah, that's funny. I know, I know one guy from Vacaville up there too. Vacaville, (laughs) Vacaville, however you say it, but yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't know there was more people. The from home there. of the breakfast taco. <laughs> Apparently, but there might I had be never a... heard of it until then. Yeah. Um, and then we had a client um, that ended up moving to Orange County instead of San Diego, but um, that had like a whole company based around breakfast tacos. So yeah. like providing them to like not Starbucks, but places like Star- like coffee shops and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan. So I don't know if I like this new place, but there is a new place coming to town. So you guys could go try them pretty soon. I think they're opening in the next month or so. And it's pretty close. And we'll get to that too. So we'll debate a little bit more, read some of their flavors and see if they are worth going to check out. I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe my one time I'm okay with it is if it's like on a flour tortilla, like a corn tortilla breakfast taco i've had those you know, at home and i'm yeah. like oh no not good so i just remembered that i have it was a after a long weekend of of a lot of beverages but <laughs> i did have them when i was in austin okay yeah, but they were flour tortillas yeah i think you have to go flour it's much more like a miniature burrito but yeah uh, now that i'm saying that out loud i might be okay with them but <laughs> so, <laughs> this place might be worth going to but we got we got it all in the docket today so and as always, this episode or this show is not a real estate podcast, but it's sponsored by our real estate crew right here in San Diego, the Beach Life Group. So you guys need anything real estate related questions, pretty much anything, questions, comments, comments. Yeah. If you just have a comment about real estate, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> 
thoughts, I don't thoughts, know, whatever, thoughts, anything, but hit us up. Hello at northcountyca.com. And uh, yeah, let us know what you're thinking out there and what kind of, what we, what we could help you with the real estate minute sponsored by the beach life group. What, what yeah. are we talking about this week? Just if, you know, we've been chatting with a lot of new clients lately and kind of just talking about um, the kind of the process of buying um, and um, I don't know what, how, how should we put this? <laughs> the, yeah. So one of the biggest things that when you're searching for houses, you know, you're looking, it's like, oh, we'll go a showing. We call it a showing. It's like 15 to 30 minutes. If you're at an open house, it's a little more hectic. Sometimes we're able now in the today's market, we're able, which is nice. That's, I guess, it's your market update. We're able to get in a few more times to go see it. One house we recently saw, we got in three times before they wanted to make a decision. But either way, you're not, you can't see everything. The house is not, mm -hmm. it's available visually. You could see the area. Obviously, that's kind of the, one of the biggest things, but can't really dig into the house too much. Anything beyond what you're just watch, walking around seeing. So, a lot of people are nervous. It's a lot of cash, putting up a lot of money. You're buying a house. So one of the things that we've are kind of preached to our clients is, you know, you obviously want to be committed to the house, but you're not. You, if there there are protections for you, shall you find something that does not vibe with what you thought it was? So mm -hmm. you do have your inspections. You do have uh, inspections, loan contingency, appraisal contingency and one of the big ones is HOA. So if you find something in the HOA you're like, "Oh, I can't build a extra, you know, I can't build onto the top of my house and you were expecting to do that down the line because you're getting a bigger family or whatever." Well, then that's a deal deal killer right there. So, that'd be one of your outs. If the house if you thought it was going to, you know, you, you were kind of worried about the offer price you put in the bank's going to send somebody out there to have their appraisal done to see what they're actually going to lend on. If there's any discrepancy there, there are options. You can work something out with the seller. You can cover the difference. You can potentially walk away. So, and all these are too with, you know, potentially uh, some sort of protection with your earnest money deposit. That's kind of the first money you put up there. So the loan and then that big, big one too is inspections. When you're cruising through the house, checking out everything, checking all the systems, um, There's no such thing as a perfect house. Yeah, even even brand new. I, I haven't sold new construction because there's not a ton of it out here, and a lot of the builders don't cooperate. But I have heard even in brand new construction, there are still you're still getting inspections. You're still get going through all that to make sure. Because one of the biggest things I I have heard recommended is do your sewer inspection. You're like, oh, it's a brand new house, but some things that could potentially happen there's it's a construction site so things can happen yeah. with your plumbing you know that you just don't yeah. think about so anyways there there even with brand new construction it's it's you know super important but anyways there are like i said there are outs yes outs so fall in love with it <laughs> move yourself in but also you know you're not you know you're not fully you want, right. I want you fully committed, but you're not fully tied to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. Committed, but not tied to it. So there there's go. always, if there's things that are, that are giving you uneasiness, you know, or just unsettling feelings, there are ways to get out. So there you go. That's your real estate you three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you guys need anything, hello at northcountyca.com or hit us up over on the old Instagram. So 
Let's get into weekly wrap-ups. How was the weekly wrap-up? It sounds like you oh, were exhausted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was tiring. It was a, a tiring week. Um, started out fun. Uh, we won a won our first game in our All-Star season. Um, and then it kind of went downhill from, the, from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, we had a lot of fun. Honestly, it's been an experience I'll never forget. And I know that all of our kids were super excited, but we did end up getting knocked out at the sectional level on Saturday midday, I'd say. Um, and we were only three outs away from moving on to Fallbrook next weekend. Uh, but as you know, the last three outs are the hardest to get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean it was it was super fun. Our kids fought hard, and the kid that was pit, the pitch most of the game against them on Saturday, uh, I don't think I could have hit off of him. Yeah, he threw the ball so hard. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also haven't swung at a bat that, at a pitch that's not you know a huge arc in a long time either. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're you know they're it was it was by far the fastest pitcher our kids had faced yeah. in the tournament. So. I think we're back. Where did we leave off? <laughs> right when uh, I cut out. Yeah. You, you were the host. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly where we got cut off, but it, it in the end, oh, we we're talking about the hardest three outs to get. And yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the, it was a, it was a great experience. It was so much fun. Um, and so it's funny how you, start to miss something after you've been doing it so often. It was really nice to have like a yesterday just to relax and chill on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, I know the cam was missing it. So we got right to training again today. So <laughs> right back at it that we talked about last was last week or the week before. Yeah. I think it was last week. Yeah. So uh, took, took him up on his, on his uh, offer to start training some kiddos and, uh, it was a lot of fun. So definitely hit them up. Stick to your roots. Stick to your roots. Yeah. <laughs> just look up stick to your roots on Insta. You'll find them. Or just yeah. look up Josh Haramillo. I think that'll be easier. Josh, J-A-R-A-M-I-L-L-O. Haramillo. Yep. yep. Um, he gotcha. Yeah. He's, he's gotcha. If you're looking to get trained up or have a kiddo. So pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, and then we went and saw, since we didn't have anything to do yesterday, we went and saw um, the new Spider-Verse movie. I can't remember what the new one's called. Um, Into the Multiverse. Into the Multiverse, yeah. Was that one? Um, Isn't that the, did, or one is that just the first came, one? No, that just came out. There was something, I think that was the Doctor Strange, I believe, that just came out. Oh, maybe. But... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the new there's only one in the theaters right now. So that one, that's the one we went and <laughs> you saw. You guys figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was super good. It was it was a lot of fun. The first one we really liked the first one. Um, this one has spoiler alert, even more Spider-Man and women than you could ever imagine. So uh <laughs> it was very, very cool. Um, a long movie, two hours and 15 minutes. Ooh, that's so, too long. That's too long. I know. I know. Uh, even like our, we just kept looking over at the boys and they're like, you know, in different positions. They're like not quite <laughs> on their heads, but about to be like just a little bit uh, taxing, but it was 
the whole thing was super fun. There wasn't lulls or anything like that. It was just very long. Um, and there's going to be a third one. So <laughs> there'll be another so, long one. <laughs> it's a lot it's of movie. like they finished editing it and they're like, oh, this is like four hours long. We're going to need to make it two of them. Yeah. And <laughs> cut. All right. Let's, there, there we go. There's your two movies. Yeah. It's like Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. It's exactly like that. So, okay. but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I maybe wait till it's on Disney plus. If you've got little kids, (laughs) (laughs) even me, that's probably like a two nighter. Usually we split movies into, into two, like yeah. Hour. I'm the same way. Hour, hour kind of thing. Yeah. At least. Um, Yeah. And then we just barbecued in the backyard a little and played in the pool and pools finally at 80. It's taken. Feels like forever. Yeah. We've even been in our pool. It's, the community pool it's been fairly warm did they refill it it's refilled it's looking oh, good. good yeah no yeah. yeah. <laughs> ready for the summer nice yeah i took uh, you get into? i took my boy to his first concert it was a nice alabama concert over the weekend <laughs> over at uh del mar different than i don't know i'm trying to think of my first concert it might have been like warp tour or something okay logins for me kenny Loggins, nice <laughs> <laughs> good old kenny but uh, yeah, the Alabama, Hawkins. Yeah. you know, it's, he actually had fun. It was cool watching him. He's kind of going with the crowd and clapping, you know, it's just a lot of clapping at Alabama concerts, like clap, you know, put your hands in the yeah. air and start yeah. jamming along to the fiddle. And the, it was fun, but, uh, this is set out of the, so I've seen two concerts in the past, like four years and they've both been Alabama <laughs> 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 one out in Nashville and then one here in San Diego. My mom and dad are huge fans. That's what we grew up on. So it was it was fun to, to see. They go too? Yeah, it was my mom, dad, uh, brother, few brother, one brother, few few sister in laws. So yeah, it was a good time. Nice. It was a family affair. So I, yeah, let's just say Alabama's getting a little old. <laughs> They're getting a little <laughs> <laughs> a little aged, but it's way better than the band that I saw that was way past their prime. It was probably like five years ago, six, ten, maybe ten years ago now. But uh, Beach Boys, mm, yeah. that was a that was a snooze fest for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. They they have some energy still. It's just you know probably not as much energy as they used to have back in the days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it was. And those those, those old dudes, man, they seven thirty start time. I mean seven thirty. There's there's no waiting. They're starting <laughs> at seven thirty. Like the first music's going. No opening act. Let's get this done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely a fun man that the fair is well it's ending tomorrow but it's insane how many people we it ended probably at nine we left at nine so it ended a little after but how many people are still there how many people are coming in how many tickets you know how many lines of ticket how many full the parking lots were i was just like dang even when we were pulling in on a saturday i figured it would be I mean, it was somewhat easy. Go to the Solana gate. That's kind of the hack. Don't go through the front mm-hmm. gates because by we're yeah, I think it was about between six thirty and seven. That whole air, you know, getting off the freeway was packed, and then you just cut along the right. But just how many people were going in still then? Was, dang man, it was nuts. Anyways, for tip for next year, you guys won't have to worry about it this year. <laughs> the fair will be closed <laughs> by this time on Wednesday. Already. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, the little Santa Inez wrap up too. We were there till the till Thursday last week, so. We hit up Solvang. Have you been to Solvang? The little just shivering through it. Danish town. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's or yeah, it's Danish. Yeah, Danish. Yeah, Den- so. Denmarkian. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Solveig, cool little town. I mean, just all there is is like treats and bread and you know pretzels and fudge and all kinds of stuff. So it was it was a quick little trip through there. But that is where my beer of the week comes from. Not there. We I got it up there. But so I'll give you a little more info on Solvang. But also Santa Inez, one of the wineries we went to was Calira, K-A-L-Y-R-A. And I didn't know this, but as you're looking out, so the winery is cool because I guess it's this beautiful. Once you get kind of out of town and you're just out in the sinning as, you know, kind of beautiful rural setting. I mean, the city was kind of rural too, but still it was, you know, you got houses out here is nothing, just fields, open fields basically. But one of the wines we have was, it was the, one of the, it was like a Chardonnay, I want to say it was one of their white wines, but the vineyards you see out of the winery, you know, right as you're overlooking on the deck, uh, they were planted in 1968 and they were part of the original Avena de Santinez, legendary in these parts for what many credit as the inaugural vineyard in Santa Barbara County. So it's like the OG oh. grapes, these style grapes in Santa Barbara County. And we ordered, you know, the tasting flight and the gal was like, yeah, the the woman original, uh, what was her name? Oh, I forget her name now. It's a cute, cute little old lady name. But anyways, she's like, <laughs> she's the one who like planted them and got them all going. She's 99 now and still lives on the property and comes down and gets her, her little glass of wine and, you know, enjoys, enjoys yeah, her wine cool. however many years later. So it was Edna. a cool, cool little story. Yeah. It was like an Edna birdie, Bertha, something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the winery, this was actually a cool winery. I guess they filmed parts of sideways in it too. So mm-hmm. Uh, 2019 is the 15 year anniversary of the Academy award winning sideways film, which was filmed here at Caliera wines. So that was filmed in 2004, but apparently right after that, they got quite a bit of traffic because, you know, people are coming in you have the, this is a destination that attracted the attention of movie producers that were working on the Santa Barbara wine County. And then after the movie, everybody's like, Oh, cool. I'm going to go check out where that was filmed. So they went there. It was a little more yeah. mellow this time. Like, I don't, I think I did hear somebody talking about sideways. So there was some sort of, you know, still, still some, some sideways in the air, but yeah, I, I remember at least in the restaurant at Los, well, I think we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. but the restaurant in Los Olivos, they had like signage up that like talked about the movie. Like, yeah. It's definitely their claim to fame and they were leaning hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These guys didn't, they, the, the gal we got our wine from didn't mention it, but then I was just looking it up for today's show and it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a cool. uh, Australian dude or he worked at the uh, vineyards in of Australia's Barossa Valley. So got some Aussie flair, but Calira is a translation from the Australian Aboriginal meaning a wild and pleasant place. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I get they got a little pop in 2004 after that movie. So anyways, beautiful. If you're out up in that direction. And you're a sideways fan or not go, go <laughs> check out this place. Cause it just, it was, it was beautiful, beautiful views. It's one of, it wasn't that big of a winery, but one thing, last thing on San Inez, when you guys are up there, if you go up there at all, just, if you're going midweek, beware. Cause a lot of places are closed Tuesday, Wednesdays, like wineries and, or, or Tuesday or one or the other. So mm-hmm. just plan accordingly. Cause 
it's midweek. There's like, yeah, we're not, <laughs> we'll see you this weekend kind of thing. <laughs> and we just missed the rodeo. The rodeo was last weekend. We're like, dang, oh, we, we were out, but could have seen some pig races. And yeah. Yeah. It would have been fun. Cow tossing or something like that. Yeah. Cow tipping. Cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> but we missed it. Uh, nonetheless. Fun oh, times up in Santa Inez, about four hours away from here. So you guys wild. need something to do. Go check it out. And if you need a killer Airbnb, hit me up. Cause I, uh, the one we stayed at not cheap, but <laughs> awesome. Nice. Rad. All right, let's roll into sports. So let's do it. Let's roll into it. Yeah. My headline for today is Padres are on a roll. <laughs> the, wrong <laughs> the wrong way. way. <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, let me give you my rundown real quick. Ben, oh, it's just getting, I, I mean, I guess at this point, it doesn't matter what game I've listened to in the past you know, month or so. They Most of them have <laughs> not been Even good. Bosses. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so I was listening. And I'll give you two turning points, I think, for this season. So, uh, well, one that was a turning point, one that I thought might be a turning point. Listen to the game yesterday. They were playing uh, the Reds, the old Cincinnati Reds. And a lot of their games. hot Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I mean, anybody playing the Padres could be red hot right now. You guys went on a (laughs) 10-game winning streak. I'm sure the – who do we play after that? Pirates probably are in the – 15 gamer or something right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, uh, but anyways, at least a three gamer from when we left yeah. them. But yep. then like a lot of games are coming down to those points in the games where you need to actually win. You put in the work, came back from behind, you tied it up or whatever the case might be. So last night's game or yesterday's game, because it's nice that they're morning games because they're in Cincinnati. So like one o'clock. So it was, got to listen to it, you know, at, 10:30 here which is rad but coming into it the, the, they go up to nothing okay cool come back i think it was the eighth inning padres hit two bombs all right this is that i, I thought this is the turning point that's mm-hmm. when i said this is the turning point where we see <laughs> where we start seeing you know let's this is it's going to happen what was the final of that game anyways was it three four or two four three four it was scored, three four. Potter's they did on, score on the, one in the ninth. In the ninth. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what made it even worse. Uh, so <laughs> that they that they ca- crawled, you know, s- scraped and clawed back, but just yeah. not f- quite far enough. Yeah. And then came back two outs in the ninth. By the way, too, and ended up walking a guy. And then the, the next dude ends up first pitch from the relief pitcher, whoever they brought in. Then he hits a bomb. Game over. Just like that. That that's just been. I mean, that's been a lot. I think seven of the last eight games, not necessarily lost in this fashion. Maybe close actually. But those are the points where you need to figure out a way. I don't know. It's got to be in your pitcher. The pitchers. The even that. That was. It was a reliever game. So I mean, you know, most of the relievers are pitching throughout the game anyway. So you can't blame it on the relievers, but. In the clutch positions, that's where you need them to uh, not give up those comes hits. Down, yeah, and it comes down to also like your pitchers, even if it's a bullpen day, your pitchers held them to four runs. You're the Padres who have one of the biggest payrolls in baseball. You should be able to figure out how to score four runs. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, that's what they go in in spurts. I think the day before they, they put up like a big number. It was like nine runs or something. Mm-hmm. They put up these days when 
if I like, I wonder what the average, you know, not maybe run differential, but like the average, like how we were last year for <laughs> our Carlsbad softball league. Okay, yeah, yeah. we we won two games, but within the last few games, I was checking because they have it on the stats. We were the second highest scoring team, yeah. but does not necessarily translate to to the dubs. No. So. Well, and we'd lose. I mean, I think we got mercy like once. Mm, yeah, I think like once, maybe twice. Yeah. Out of 10 games. And every other game was like one run game. You know, like just thinking back to like the one where I got tagged out at home plate and that was the tying run. Yeah. So, you know, there's. um, Yeah, it's just it, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the other turning point that was, I think, the negative turning point where they thought they were ballers and start, you know, let's go on this run is when they were at home and beat the Dodgers for the first game of the series. And then they start whoever should be fired. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. kidding. Maybe not fired, <laughs> but I don't even know who it was. But whoever put up the graphic of uh Clayton Kershaw crying. Are you, do you need to go get something outside or what? You I don't know. I I'm just wondering there's there's some shenanigans going on by the pool i don't know what happened but it seems like everybody's walking so i think we're good okay Sorry. <laughs> not like somebody <laughs> jumped in your backyard no 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 no. chelsea and the boys are back there uh, okay i think somebody got hit in the head or something ah bummer yeah, that's that's my guess right, well. <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to see look so distracted <laughs> no it's fine I, I i'm always like looking around too i get it <laughs> squirrel oh <laughs> <laughs> that's right what were we talking about no. <laughs> yeah uh but if you need a break just let me know yeah, um, we're good. But yeah, that was the other turning point for the negative. They haven't really done. Then they went to, I think they lost the next six or seven against the Dodgers at that point, And then yeah. have been kind of on that train ever since. So let's just yeah. say hasn't been great. No, not at all. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you can stick a fork in them quite yet, but it's, I mean, it's got to be. I think everybody was saying you got to win the series against the pirates to turn the <laughs> ship around and then they got swept. Yeah. Uh, so at some point, yeah, you're going to, you're going to have to string together. They haven't had a win streak. I don't think longer than like three games this season. No, that was the, when they did have in their kind of in the middle of this big losing streak, they did have a three game, almost a four game win streak and then blew it at the end again too. But they, since that was the, I think that tied their longest streak since like very early in the season. They, I don't think yeah. they've had a four gamer. So, yeah, that's a change. I remember that. I think it was that game that the announcers were talking about. Yeah, and this could be the first four gamer, and then like two innings later, they're like, never mind, because <laughs> they blew that one too. But yeah, yeah, you know, luckily, luckily, not or the National League West didn't do very well over the weekend, so. Yeah, Not let's much see. Change in standings and stuff. Yeah, I mean everybody's so Diamondbacks five and five, Dodgers six and four. These are the last ten. Uh, Giants four and six, Padres three and seven, Rockies four and six. So there's still there's still room to run, but you got to run at yeah. some point. You, you got to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say not at some point. I'd say like now is probably the time to run. Let's it. let's <laughs> sort like we were talking talking before. The Angels are coming to no, they're going to yeah. Anaheim or are they coming here. They're here. No, they're yeah, coming they're to Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they're saying yeah, you and uh, uh, Shohei might hit the dish tomorrow if if mm-hmm. the if the schedules line up. But yep. Uh, nonetheless, so thirty eight. Losses, 46 wins equals 84 games. What's the total games in a season? 
162. 162. Oh, there's still 78 games, bro. <laughs> plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> Let's say uh, every series here win two out of three. That gives you another like 60 wins. Uh, you're getting close. You're going to need more than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the Phillies, I don't know what the Phillies record was this time last year, but they were god awful. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they fired their manager and then went to the World Series. So I I have a hard time saying it's over. I mean, for the Rockies, it's over. <laughs> the teams that have no talent and yeah. or have bad records, it's over. Um, but um, not that they don't have any talent, but they don't have very much. Yeah, they have so, to have some talent. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. I I'm a kind of I I'm in the well maybe the the fault of a San Diego sports fan, but in the you know never out until it's like mathematically eliminated yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. still be listening and rooting on. There's still uh, a lot of season left. So the all-star break will be next week, next week. Okay. So then they'll have yeah. a little, it's a little bit past halfway of the season, but pretty darn yeah. close. So uh, yeah. let's call it. Yeah. A little like half the season left, but yeah. got to win at some point. What's up with your boys? Four and six, uh, four and six. They just had a, they didn't have a very good road trip. They went to uh, Toronto and lost two out of three and then went to New York Mets and lost two out of three. So um, not a, not a great showing, but not the end of the world. That's a, also a horrible road trip. You have to have your, you know, passport stamped and <laughs> it's a lot of, that's a lot of travel for, yeah, for, for one week. So got to see a whole bunch of posts of from Giants players about going to the Niagara Falls, which is kind of cool. I was just kind of forget that that's actually a thing. <laughs> do you have any <laughs> uh, do you have any thoughts of going there? No, zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think like an East Coast spring, swing for me is just not as I, I, I don't know. Not if I was going to go watch a base, baseball game, I would like to do it like in Boston or New York or. Baltimore. I don't need to go to Toronto. No, Toronto <laughs> would be cool to visit, though. Yeah, it might be. I just <laughs> I don't know enough about like what you do there, and um, but I don't know. Maybe you go to a hockey game. But <laughs> <laughs> what's the number one food in Toronto? Uh, I don't know. What do you? What is it? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> we got to find out. Pizzas. Pizza. I was gonna. I'm gonna say poutine, but um... oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't say you've been to Toronto. This is, I just Googled number one food in Toronto. Well, it says Toronto, so it might be a different one, but you can't uh, say you've been to Toronto until you've had poutine of all the Toronto foods. Poutine is arguably the most famous one in the region. And there's no better place to try it than at nom, nom, nom. That's a good name. Nom, 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 poutine. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, simple street vendor, but <laughs> I've never had poutine, but my Canadian friends say it's pretty tasty. What is it? It's like cheese curds on top of like fries and stuff oh. and like a, like a gravy. Oh, not. A, I mean, it can't be bad, huh. right? No, it looks good. Like Google poutine. You're like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, for sure. I've thought about making it here at once or twice because they do. They do sell. The cheese curds. I've seen them maybe at Sprouts or something. Mm-hmm. They do have them, but that's as far as I got. <laughs> that was <laughs> the end of the my thoughts. <laughs> I'll wait till I go to Toronto. All right. In other news, uh, San Diego State. Hey, this is not the article. ACC coach rankings for 2023. No, I got (laughs) to find the STSU one. 
it is they're not going to the simple part is they're not going they're staying in the mountain west so oh they are they are they are are you happy about that or bummed so they actually made a good point in the article i think it was this one no that was from three days ago uh but the gist of the article was so they got as we mentioned if they their deadline to file or yeah to figure it out was june 30th the mountain west denied their extension for another month they're just like no you can't do it so they still could do it but it's going to cost them like 30 million as opposed to like 15 million those numbers are wrong but anyways it's like basically double big numbers yeah big numbers to just transfer anyways but they're talking about like who else is they said you know whatever san diego state they probably wanted something to happen just kind of bigger you know what's going on but there's going to be a lot of shakeup in all the other leagues the pack with 12 the the big 10 like everybody's going to have some sort of movement so once that kind of shakes out then they could reassess and be like okay here's where these guys are like even i think they're like arizona arizona state like all those guys are thinking about moving so until they figure out what you know what they do Mm -hmm. because i mean san diego state could go there and then you know, other Mountain everybody West leaves. teams could go the Pac-12. Everybody else leaves, and you just have the Mountain West Part Two kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, so they are <laughs> they intended to leave, and now they are potentially writing a letter to intention intend to stay. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they'll be stay. intent to stay. Oh, so it was thirty-four mil if they exceeded in a sixteen and a half. If they did it uh, prior to June 30th, but they didn't get the extension. They don't want to pay 34 mil. So they're not no longer resignating from the mountain West. And we're pausing. Cassie's gone. <laughs> oh, he's getting a water there. I just get no water. Yeah. I saw your note. I, I didn't know like going. five times and try not to call. I can't the microphone. I honestly, it, zoom i'm telling you guys hot tip of the day zoom edits your coughs out i haven't heard one cough so that's cool good yeah good enough it also just doesn't feel very good so (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah other than that (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right let's talk some uh let's talk some beer how about that or craft corner so give me your uh beer of the week since we do this every week the north county now craft corner where we highlight some top beers some happenings in the it's mostly beer last week i think a winery got onto it but let's just call it mostly beer craft corner what was your beer of the week yeah so uh one of the benefits of baseball uh or all-star tournament games was we got to go to barrel republic a whole ton nice so it's called yes <laughs> um i always get it mixed up with no you went to one- draft republic or Draft Republic. See, I always do that. I Barrel Republic. Barrel. I think it's now Draft defunct. Uh, actually, oh, I think is? Carlsbad is the last one still around. Okay. I think there was a bunch more. So Draft Republic. There was a, yeah, Draft Republic. There you go. Yeah. So we got to go there a couple times on the way back because uh, it's kind of like right in the middle between uh, the fields we were at and, and home. So, um, And I've been having mostly just like the roller options that were there, uh, but I had the Tony Hops. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Plague Brewing and Birdhouse and, and Tony Hawk collaboration. Um, and it was very, very tasty. Um, oh, I also had one of the um, the Roustabout by Society. They have that there, too. That double IPA that I was my beer of the week a couple weeks ago. Say it again. What was the name? Roustabout. Roustabout. Okay. By Society. 
Uh, but anyway, this one, um, the Tony Hops one is really tasty. Um, Simcoe Amarillo Citra Centennial Hops. Um, and just a really, really good beer. Six and a half percent, 30 IBU. Um, it was it was a very good beer. Definitely recommend. Yes, I've definitely had it. It's tasty. Black Plague's doing some good things. I think they have a new tasting room. So they're in Oceanside, but I think they have a new tasting room. I think they've expanded down south a little bit. Forget okay. where, but look it up. You guys could find it. But you can find them too. They distribute a little bit here and there, so you'll find them around town. And the can is sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bunch of like pro skaters, and I think uh, Nigel Houston was part of the at least funding crew for them. So he's got a beer there too. I think he's got a Nigel Hazy or something like that. I forget what it's called, but yeah, they make some good stuff for sure. Agreed. Most definitely. My beer of the week comes from uh, Solving, like I mentioned, from the Solving mm-hmm. Brewing Company. And it's actually just their lager. It is their, let me see the exact name. No, it was the, uh, it's a, it's a hell's hell's H E L L E S hell's hell's hell's. Yeah. It's a hell's Munich lager. So nice and clean really good for the pool side up there, but they are, I did have their solving IPA later too, which was tasty because when looking in the stores, well, you figure, I mean, it's local, it's right there obviously, but a lot of the other ones we're not the born on dates were a little old. So Oof. not the born on <laughs> the uh drink uh well yeah, I guess it was yeah, brewed, brewed. They most of them have born on, some have drink enjoy by, but uh it's kind of so it's kind of like uh, I don't know, is this when it was made or is this when it goes bad? I don't know, I'm not sure. But it was tasty. <laughs> so nice, clean, refreshing. But Solvang, a little bit about the brewery. They're Solvang translating to Sunny Fields in Danish was founded by Danish American settlers in 1911 is known as the Danish capital of America. Today, Solving is home to a number of bakeries, like I mentioned, restaurants and merchants. Now, Solving Brew Company, Brewing Company, which offers a taste of Denmark and California. The architecture of many of the facades and buildings reflect the traditional Danish styles. Denmark may be known as the land of lager. So that's something to know. If they're making a lager, they got to have it. And this one's the owners of this are fourth generation Danes born in Solving. So they do have some roots there, but ironically, it's also the land from which the world word ale made its way into the English language. So not only is the land a lager, but they also invented the word ale. So I guess those, those, uh, the Danes know a thing too about beer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, tasty beer. They got a few other styles up there. If you guys are up in that area and it's local, obviously looking at their other, they have the Solving IPA, Solving Lager, Solving a Raspberry Wheat Ale, Solving Pilsner, Solving Brown Ale, the Pale Ale. And then they have some funky Odin Oatmeal Stout, a Mango Hazy IPA and a Silent Treatment Double IPA. Have you seen it distributed at all or no? Shipping in California. So you can get craft beer shipped directly to your front door. So go to solvingbrewing.com. Uh, this says .co, but I think it's .com. And <laughs> if you guys want to try some of this, you can get it directly sent to your house. So tasty little beer in solving. I haven't seen it distributed. I've, that's the first time I saw it. 
Cool. And I should have, when we were down there, actually, I should have gone to the place. We went to something called the uh, Beef Jerky Experience. Have you ever been to that place? <laughs> no. It was epic. It was epic. Nobody have... likes beef jerky, jerky in my family other than me, though. So <laughs> Nobody did in mine, but they once they tasted it, they're like, oh, yeah, because they didn't know what it was. Like my little guys, they I mean, they've had it here, but they kind of like, oh, cool, because you get they have a big thing on the top and it's probably 20, 25 flavors. And you could just sample all these different kinds. They had Bloody Mary, which was tasted like as you're going through it, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. bloody. Yeah. And then you have like dill pickle and you have spicy and you have sweet and sour and you have all kinds of fun stuff. But you get to try them all before you actually buy them. So they give you little samples. Uh, I'd actually recommend that. Go, if you go to nice. Soul Bank, too. It was, uh, my brother-in-law brought it up. He's like, oh, we need to go to the beef jerky experience. So and yeah, the kids don't usually like it but even julie doesn't like it but we got we ended up with bags of jerky to go so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you ever stopped it um i think it's uh i don't know i don't, don't want to make a blanket statement and have gus get mad at me but uh gus's beef jerky on the way to mammoth uh, I think no i've seen it multiple times i know because yeah, they have like 800 about, billboards yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I have never stopped but i've been tempted just never have uh, made the commitment to do it. So it's very, it, or it was at least very good. Yeah. So, but not, they didn't have as many flavors as that, but they did have like probably eight to 10 flavors, maybe. Yeah. Not bad. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, they have, they had one or, so they had one flavor and it's just a one little sliver of beef jerky. And it's like, this is one of the ones we don't taste because it's too hot. So why would you? <laughs> Why would you get that then? Like, but yeah, somebody it, would. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the, the weirdest one, like I said, was the Bloody Mary one. Cause it was, you could taste all the flavors of Bloody Mary as you're going through it. And it was just like a little tiny chunk. And it was like, Oh, oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, kind of good. If you like Bloody Mary's, I was kind of like, ah, it's all right. But uh, Sun Sundays at bloody, just Bloody Mary. just reminded me. Of it. I think it's like $6 Bloody Mary's at the movie theater on Sundays till like three o'clock. Well, yeah. Well, who's going there? Yeah. Let's do it. Can they get a matinee and a bloody Gary? Yeah. So we would, I mean, I don't remember the last time we went to an 11 o'clock in the morning movie, uh, but it was still foggy out. And we're like, let's go now rather than going during prime swimming time. And yeah. And of course, we had already ordered a beer, uh, but she's like, and just so you know, mimosas and bloody Marys are $6 till three o'clock. <laughs> You're like, tell me that before I order. Come on. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. But good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Hot tip. Your hot tip of the day. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I found it exciting. Yeah. I I'll like probably it. do it next time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. In other beer news, San Diego Stone Brewing Company ready to release a locally brewed Sapporo beer. So even though we're not, it's not independent anymore, I guess. Stone. I forgot that. Yep. I, I bought Stone the other day. I didn't even think of it. Dang it. I got to return it. <laughs> but uh <laughs> the Poro, yeah. So, something about Sapporo. I still, I don't have any problems with that. Yeah, yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I guess I love Sapporo. <laughs> well, now you can buy it, and it's going to be a locally brewed Sapporo beer. Nearly a year after being acquired by the Japanese beer behemoth San Diego Stone Brewing, will soon start releasing locally brewed Sapporo. I don't know how they're gonna. Is it going to be like SD Sapporo or like you know how yeah. do we know we're getting the San Diego one? But yeah. Uh, yeah, in 2022, June 2022, Sapporo made the deal to purchase Stone for 168 mil. Sapporo acquired Stone's brewing production and sales operations, but they kept their distribution. So 
Uh, at the time, Sapporo planned to produce its Sapporo branded beers for U.S. distribution in uh, the breweries in Escondido and Richmond, Virginia, with the goal of brewing 360,000 barrels. Uh, after trying and failing to brew Sapporo at Stone Brewing Escondido, which is weird. You figure it's like kind of an easy beer. I mean, mm-hmm. I have no idea how beers really. <laughs> I do have an idea how it's brewed, but I don't know like what the, like what would make Why it. Why you'd fail. Fail, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Stone has now perfected the recipe and will soon release the Japanese lager at Stone World Bistro and Garden locations under. Oh, here's you have to go there. That's why under experimental labels. So you guys mm-hmm. have to go figure out. I'll take the, uh, I wonder what they're going to call it. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the, it's cause I wonder if they're going to have a stone handle or if they're just, you know, like what's the, you're not going to know you're ordering a Sapporo. Are we going to have to go taste I mean, But are you ordering a Japanese lager though? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I guess that's the <laughs> I mean, easier that's, way to do it. <laughs> that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Is it's, even if it's not called stone, it's still a Japanese lager. Well, Harlan makes a Japanese lager. Uh, yep. I know there's a few more out there that make Japanese lagers. So I still haven't tried tried one. Is that true? Have I not tried one? I feel like there was a six pack in our cooler for softball for a while. And there might I have been. Can't remember if I tried it. Yeah, it's tasty, sweet. It's like it's pretty good. The Harlan one, yeah. at least. I, uh, I've had Sapporo too, but uh, the Harlan one was good. So. But anyways, yeah, so go go to Stone uh, pretty soon and go try out some experimental labels. Maybe it's Sapporo if you order the Japanese lager. Who knows? It could be the Harlan <laughs> one. They're not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and in other beer news, the 2023 California Fair Beer Award winners, the State Fair Award winners, San Diego did pretty well, actually, with out of the 10... Um, where would it would say local breweries perform well more than tripling the seven awards earned at last year's contest with a total of 23 of those eight were first place finishes five were second and 10 were third but one of the big ones that came out pretty good the local operation that collected the most ribbons was small ramona brewery smoking hmm. cannon brewery have you heard of smoking hmm. cannon no uh i don't think so well yeah if you look at their website it's like Definitely that Ramona style. It's got like, you know, kind of like a throwback to like a, a saloon or something like that. But I'll get mm-hmm. into their beers here in a second. But it looked like obviously they're making good beer if they're winning awards. But it's just uh, like I've never even heard of that name, Smoking Cannon Brewery. And we like live here. So just wanted to throw that name out there because uh, they did some good beer work. I'll, I'll get to their winners here in a sec. But first place, some of the ones we might know. I'm not going to go through all of them. But first place. Some of our friends made the list. Uh, here's the Berliner style vice was Kerr Cactus Apple Sour that was smoking Cannon Brewery in Ramona. The Myer Live had a good show and they got the double IPA with lawn darts over in San Marcos. In second place, Collective Minds over at Bergen won second place for American style pale ale. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second place, Umbrix from Mike Hesbrough and one for Imperial Stout. The, uh, where'd it go there? This is the other one I kind of want to, I was like, it sounds very interesting. Experimental beer, a fuse smoked rye amber ale from Smoking Cannon Brewery over in Ramona. And then third place for the International Pale Lager, Invita over at nice. Ber- Bergion. So anyways, the local boys. Showing up it, as always. Yeah, showing up, showing up strong. The American style IPA that won first place is something you probably tried is 
from my yard live flight of the kiwis have you had that one that's kind of like what they're yep. one of their flagships yeah they sell it hard when you go there yeah yeah that's because <laughs> I, I was looking at him last time i was like what um he's like yeah what are you looking ipa he's like oh i gotta go fly the kiwis i was like i yeah. know but let me what else you got <laughs> yeah i know seriously you sold me on that last time yeah <laughs> <laughs> i but, saw it somewhere else too i saw it i think at um uh notorious or something like that yeah they had fly the kiwis so it's going everywhere. Yes, it is. So Smoky Cannon Brewery, where is it located? Obviously out in Ramona. Where's that? But I'll get you guys the, <laughs> uh, the map here pretty soon. But welcome to Smoking Cannon Brewery. This is from their website. House beers range from stouts and IPAs to naturally flavored brews, including Paxton smoked peanut butter ale. That was another one. I was like, hmm, dang, that sounds pretty good. Phoenix uh, vanilla cream ale. And our Blakely chili ale, and I read the chili ale, it's not spicy chilies, it's like Serrano and Pasillo or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's not like uh, not like a habanero or anything, it just kind of gives it that flavor. But mm-hmm. our ingredients are fresh and natural and full of flavor. Our flagship beers are named after Civil War cannons, our summer beers are named after Civil War pr- pistols, and our winter beers are named after Civil War rifles. <laughs> our experimental <laughs> beers are named after Civil War cannon parts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all their stuff but they do make an ipa an old school clear ipa so if you want to go there it's parrot they have blonde ale the smoked rye which i mentioned a, a hazy they have a german chocolate cake milk stout i love a good milk stout so this is the chili ale not heat clean and crisp anaheim and pasilla that's what it was pe- pe- peppers uh irish red ale the smoked peanut butter ale that's the one i'm really interested in because some of those peanut butter ales are you know, like the, uh, is it mother belching beaver, peanut oh, butter, yeah, beaver. but like a yeah. nice smoked peanut butter. Ooh, sounds pretty good. <laughs> uh, then they have the michelada made with chili beer, tagine, lime juice, hot sauce, and topped with our stout. So if you want to get a little funky, get out there. But anyways, just want to give them a shout out because apparently they're doing some good brewskis. Yeah. You just have to go uh, to Ramona because I've never, they, it does not seem like they distribute. Here's who, who their preference was on. Who won the Civil War? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You're going to have to go there to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they like the Civil War, though. Yeah. I mean, the history of it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's entertaining. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I was like. Yeah. I mean, it could be entertaining if you're reading about if you like. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not really into like war books or that kind of history. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But. I'm not into the books. I do like the documentaries and I do like uh, the movies. Yeah. I just thought re- or, um, listening to something the other day about the top 4th of July movies. Uh, I don't know who did the article, but you know, Independence Day comes on there and um, a whole bunch of war movies. Uh, I don't know if Patriot was on there. Patriot's like one of my all time favorites. Hard to watch. Which one's Patriot? The the Patriot with uh, oh. is it Mel, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, it's gnarly. Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah. Is it a long movie? It's like three hours? Yeah, probably. Because I think, was it, you remember when they used to come <laughs> with VHS tapes and like, if it was too long, you get like oh, two, no. two VHS tapes? Patriot was one. Patriot okay. was one. The, um, uh, what was the? Braveheart uh, for sure was Braveheart multiple. was two. Yeah, Braveheart <laughs> was two. Yeah. <laughs> you get two VHS tapes. <laughs> like we couldn't fit this all in one. Like imagine uh, now, dude, all the all the uh, Marvel movies, you'd probably have to have like three on some of them. Like, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
even like the, the spider spider verse movie yesterday would have been on two vhs stage probably yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old vhs mm-hmm. all uh, right same lot was another good one that's the light that's like the oh, yeah, yeah. of fourth of july movies yeah, yeah for There's sure a scene on the fourth of july when they're playing baseball to the, in the fireworks light it's perfect yeah yeah that's that's that should be probably that should be watched every fourth of july probably agreed agreed so the uh, yeah the the pool on at least by my house were looked like the sandlot the other day but oh yeah it was packed there's no wendy peppercorn but (laughs) there was definitely a a lot of folks out there (laughs) oh all right and oiling (laughs) (laughs) great great flick great flick (laughs) it's so good kid had no style no no sense of hat but i don't know his house his bill was about 18 inches long that's right (laughs) what is that trout on it i think (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's an old school fishing hat i don't know fill me in guys fill us in here all right this is in in beer but it also goes into our kind of local discoveries so what's new in oceanside uh northern pine up in oceanside is they're throwing a summer kickoff party ahead of updates so they're going to have a new house a new in-house eatery but some of the stuff i was reading about them was was interesting i did not know so the brewery teases upgrades and offerings to its space in oceanside including a yet to be yet to be announced eatery northern pines summer block party is going to feature food trucks a regular schedule of live music, trivia nights, and other games and live entertainment running from June 28th. So it just started all the way through July 30th. The veteran and women-owned brewery got its start in 2017, founded by husband and wife team Ann and Aaron Ortega and friend Bobby Parsons. The group operates its flagship brewery in Oceanside along with the space at the Brewer's Deck, which I always forget when I see it up there at the Brewer's Deck, um, a shared outdoor patio at Delmar Highlands Town Center. That they're up in Oceanside. I always think Northern Pine. Don't you think like mountains kind of like. Yeah. Maybe a mammoth brewery or something like that. Yeah. Alpine. Yeah. But it's up in Oceanside. So it offers a diverse uh, mix of award winning beers, including the Sunny Vibes Mexican Lager, Golden Horizon West Coast IPA and the Sazed and Confused Saison. So anyways, according to the website, in-house restaurants projected open in August of 2023. Go to their Instagram or their website to find out when. If you guys want to go explore, it's kind of up in, it's like near downtown Oceanside. So like, but kind of off to the east. It's not like right in the, the, you know, kind of downtown neighborhood. I also read downtown that they're getting rid of that Regal Theater and they're putting apartments there. But that's for another show. We'll jump into that and what's new in Oceanside. But 326 North Horn Street over in Oceanside. So. It's kind of off the off the beaten path a little bit, but if you need another brewery. And now we get into the big debate of breakfast tacos. Iconic Texas breakfast tacos have arrived in San Diego. Delivering Texan specialties by way of LA home state opens Monday in Oceanside. This is from last week. So they're open now. Though a breakfast tacos. No, sorry. Though breakfast burritos are fundamental to our local cuisine. San Diego's San Diegans are less familiar with the phenomena that is the breakfast taco enter home state. So launched in 2013 by a uh, founder up in LA 
a homesick Texan who fell in love with breakfast tacos during her college days in Austin. The growing restaurant group has five locations across greater LA and now is bringing that down to Oceanside. So they're going to be right at the Fremont Collective. Is that what it's called? Oh, the Freeman Collective. So that's right off Vista Way. The, not the Tremont Collective. It's the Freeman yeah, yeah. Collective. Free, yeah. But it's like a 3,000 square foot uh, restaurant, bar, and patio. It's going to land near the, in South O. And it's um, just the start of home state's southward crawl. The so, so obviously some of the best selling, the best selling Trinity is a mix of eggs, bacon, potato, and cheddar, or the Pecos, a combo of eggs and shredded brisket. But the equally popular is the Blanco, built with organic egg whites, shiitake mushrooms, and Monterey cheese. So I don't That's know. Good. Yeah, kind of kind of does, but Sometimes a breakfast burrito is just too much. Yeah, it does. I guess so. Even the way they wrap it, it's kind of like I'm picturing a platter, but the picture on here, it's like in a like a burrito. So foil it's like wrapping. a little foil wrapping with the the name of the the thing on it. But the which one thing I didn't consider, they have uh, one two looks like two different sauces and then maybe a queso sauce. But trying the new salsas i think that's that's where yeah. the that's where the w is going to come from the win right there mm-hmm. agreed that's going to be hard to beat my favorite breakfast burrito because i love their salsa at mr taco yeah mm-hmm. which ones do they have there i get the house red and i get the spicy green which is a jalapeno which is delicious okay. the house red and the jalapeno yeah sometimes the the tomatillo the the green ones are a little bit mild mm-hmm but sometimes so that's why you have to ask for spicy it, green. You better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the green ones, it's not that spicy. I mean, it's got a little bit of kick to it, but they just call it, call it the spicy green because it's hotter than the tomatilla. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I think you made a good point. Sometimes the breakfast burritos too much. Maybe you just want uh, two little tacos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still debating in my head. He's <laughs> on the fence. You got some, uh, these, they have anytime tacos too. That's their bris- brisket, the pica, picadillo, the chicken, the potato. So the shredded brisket actually sounds like an interesting one too. It's not too breakfasty, you know, it's just brisket, yeah. guac, and cabbage slaw. They have some Chicano Batman, which is, uh, <laughs> they have Emos, they have a Tijuana Panther. So uh, <laughs> I like some of these names. Yeah. For all you quesadilla lovers, they got a brisket quesadilla. Now that that could be right up my alley. They have Frito pie in a bag. So if you've ever done that, you got brisket chili or black beans, queso, lettuce, uh, all inside of a Frito's bag. So that's so messy. No, you just <laughs> open the bag, you throw it all in, you get a fork, and it's like your plate. It's your plate to go. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Have you ever seen no. that? Uh, oh, yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't know if I've done it in the bag, but. You know, back in the day, a cheap meal was like getting a can of chili, get a bag of Fritos, a little bit of cheese. The cheese was the expensive part. Dude, there's a meal right there. I mean, <laughs> definitely not the healthiest meal, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Throw <laughs> some to, lettuce on top. Trying All to good. survive back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So anyways, they're opening up. Let me see if they have the address right here. Because I, I, I also want to go check out the Freeman Collective as well. It's 510 Vista Way. Oceanside open eight to three Sundays to Wednesdays and eight to nine, eight a.m. to nine p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So this is the one that also has artifacts in it. Uh, right, 
basically next door. Yeah. The okay. same. I think I don't know if it's the same parking lot or the same. It's the same block. So they okay. got artifacts, okay. corner pizza, and one other one other jam in there. So it's nice. all opening up, my friends. It's all here. We've mentioned this like a hundred times in the past. So home state, chime in. Let us know what you guys think. Anything we cool. missed? I'll hit up the uh, wine place next week because we don't have time. So, yeah, no, I think we're good. All right, we nailed it. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode two nineteen. Be sure to share, subscribe, uh, follow along, leave us a little review if you're feeling antsy. No, if you're feeling generous, that's the word. If you're feeling <laughs> antsy, then tune off right now. Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go do something. Go, outside. go relax. But. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, if you guys need anything, hit us up. Hello at NorthCountyCA.com. You can follow me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You have Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis RE. And we'll catch you all for a huge episode. I don't know why, but tune in next week, episode number 220. Yes.